Welcome to the Business of Beverages, Drinks Industry Insights with Makers, Marketeers, and Mischief. Hello, and welcome to a shot of uh, the fortnightly quiz that we do here on the Business of Beverages podcast. Hello, Mr. Fodrick Foxy Fox. Hello, Will. See, I'm getting used to it now. <laughs> well, you don't have to do the full title every time you can just call me foxy mm, okay right foxy as, as you normally do when we're not in the <laughs> studio uh, so we have a score of two for you and two for me so far on our double shots this is kind of like a decider really well for this week yeah <laughs> uh, if we is, keep... is this our last one are we gonna do are no, we i think we stop? keep going i have to say i'm, I'm enjoying this this and, is good fun and learning a lot and learning that's the key thing right will we explain to the people how it works yeah, hopefully they've got it at this stage. But for any new listeners, we give each other five clues around a beverage because this is the beverage podcast uh, of choice for many. So basically, your first clue is worth five points because it is the most difficult. Your last clue is worth one point because it is the easiest. So, you know, Olympics is over a couple of weeks now, but think about it like basketball. If you score from one or the other, you get more points than if you just tap it up after a layup. Oh, very good. I like the way you're doing this. Uh, sports analogies are, are my thing. Okay. Right. I think... This might be tricky, so I'm going to ask you to ask your questions first. Okay, I, I do think you'll get this one because I get the feeling you have worked with this in the past on a project, but I, I could be wrong on it. So uh, for, for five points, the ABV on this beverage can be anything from 36% all the way up to 70%. Oh, wow. 36 is very specific. And it, it's not familiar to me. Okay, because I know rum and vodka, for example, and gin are 37.5 minimum, whiskey, brandy, et cetera, et cetera, 40%. 36 is kind of just a bit weird. Okay. I'm going to say rum because rum rum varies from country to country, has, has more um, rules and regulations than you can shake a stick at rum. Um, it, it's not rum and we did have Tom Hurst on the show a oh, couple yes. of weeks ago yeah. and he does specialise in, in overproof rums um, but but it's it's not rum okay. uh, on this occasion it, it has a very specific pouring etiquette so your glass should be full or even spilling over the top of it in order to show respect to nature oh it's kind of sort of ringing a bell somewhere um We've had vodka before, because um, I thought it might be a vodka. Not really getting it, but I'm I'm gonna go with some regional spirit. Uh, I'm gonna say ouzo. It's not ouzo. Um, I'm not sure what the pouring etiquette is for ouzo. Free <laughs> shots. Yeah, I was just gonna say I've only ever seen it being done by shots, and there was no respect being paid for nature later on. <laughs> Uh, this next one might help though because you have worked in category development oh god yes. so this many years ago many years ago uh, but this product is categorised not by flavour but by aroma ooh these are great clues I'm not getting the, <laughs> I'm not getting the uh, the answer um, it's categorised by aroma which is actually apparently very important that is how people purchase this based off its aroma rather than its its flavour and taste. Schnapps. It's not schnapps. 
Um, but that's that's a pretty good guess because Schnapps does have a very lovely array of aromas, which lead mm. you in then to the taste. Um, so your next clue, I, I think you'll probably get on this one. It is made with fermented sorghum and it sells more than whiskey, vodka, gin, tequila and rum combined in its home country. Baiju. It is Baiju. <laughs> or Baijo, actually, as it is pronounced. I, ah, okay. Yeah. So I was never 100% sure. So it's Baijo. 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 Which um, is what we say to our producer as we walk out the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your, your last uh, your last clue then was uh, it's the number one selling spirit in the world because one billion people in China buy it every year. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, very interesting fermentation techniques. All sorts of weird and wonderful stuff. And I hadn't realized it was classified by aroma. That is... Fascinating. Yeah, know. and and even if you go to a, a venue to try to try Baijiu for the first time, you will be steered towards a very specific aroma because we're from Western culture, and there are very specific starting points with your aroma journey before you even taste it. So, of the six or seven different categories of aroma, uh, it's quite likely that you only ever try the first three. Uh, and unless you really like it, then some of the stronger ones at the end are for the, the hardcore Baijiu fans or those who build up the, the tolerance and level to it. So I think it starts quite sweet and ends up quite umami by the end of it. Mm, fascinating. There you Did go. not know that. Okay, so two points to beat. Right. This could be tricky, but we'll see. I, I think there's definitely, you've got a great shot at this, so to speak. So for five points, your first clue. This beverage is traditionally served hot and shared in a ritualistic way. Okay, so traditionally tea would have been quite ritualistic. Um, gathering. Oh no, we've already had tea as a clue. We've had tea as a clue, yes. We've had a tea as a, as a thing before. Yes, uh, I think that's probably the <laughs> best way to put it. Um, I'm going to guess green tea from mm. Turkey, that general no. region. No. No, but... Uh, as you might say to me, I like where you're going with this. <laughs> it is widely consumed in South America, but is most associated with Argentina. Is it Machu? Is that what it's called? Matcha? Uh, ma- uh, I'm going to have to give it to you. So it's uh, Mate. Mate. Mate, yes. yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Well done. Four points. Um, so uh, 100%. Yes. Uh, that's exactly what it is. For three points, you would have been offered, uh, traditionally it's served in a gourd and sucked through a straw with a filter on the end. For two points, you then would have had, often uh, this type of tea can be confused with matcha. Although they look and sound alike, they're quite different. Um, Matcha coming from Japan. And the final clue would have been that Starbucks have introduced a rhyming latte version of this drink to the horror of purists. So latte, mate, a mate latte. Yeah. Uh. That didn't go I, I, didn't, I didn't know that about Starbucks, actually. Yes. Um, I think it's a relatively regional thing in South America. Uh, they, Starbucks actually tend to do a lot of very regional things that never see the light of day in other areas. They do a... a like sta- McDonald's. Yeah, they do a stout-flavoured... I think it's like a cappuccino, and it was only available in Ohio uh, for about two years, and no other Starbucks had it outside the state of Ohio. 
Well, I, I have no idea why or how, but apparently that's how, that's how they trial stuff. They, they choose different locations to trial different beverages based on who's kind of living in that area. And apparently Ohio is an amazing, not just for Starbucks, but for numerous brands, Ohio is often treated as a test market because you get a very big cross section of American Midwest, but also large cities such as Cleveland. Well, Cleveland rocks. <laughs> you don't remember uh, I, I do I do I've actually been to Cleveland and did not go to the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame I think the National Baseball Museum might be there as well I just I just know Drew Carey that's it that's, that's my <laughs> cultural references out for um, for Ohio alright listen uh, well done congratulations so you take a lead a 3-2 lead in our double shots and as they say in sport 3-2 is a dangerous lead because whoever scores next have you not heard that no, sorry, 3-1. 3-1 is the dangerous lead. <laughs> uh, although I did listen to a, a hurling commentary recently and they said nine points is a dangerous lead in hurling and they were proved absolutely correct because there was only a point in it with a minute to go. Yep. Right. Well done. Congratulations. Thank you for listening to The Business of Beverages. It's been our pleasure to bring you this episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe and recommend us to one other friend or colleague. As ever, we are independently produced and self-funded, so we appreciate your support in listening, sharing, or reviewing this podcast. You can, of course, follow us on Twitter, where we go by at BizBevPod. If you'd like to support us further, you can find us on buymeacoffee.com forward slash BizBevPod. Let's crack off. Um, no, let's crack on. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's been watching too much Love Island. Uh.